What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Books Podcast. I am once again, forever now, and always will be a giant pillar of fire. You don't know. You can't <laughs> fucking see me. No, what's up? This is Brandon here once again with my lovely co-host Taylor. Hello, hello. We've got a good one to talk about this week. Yes, we do. But I kind of want to tickle your funny bone a little bit, get your brain thinking a little bit first. Tickle it. So I, I, I got one for you. Okay? okay. All right. If you could live anyone's life with anyone's body, who would you be? Ooh. Okay. I'm going to say... Zendaya's body. Okay. I really like her life, but I'm going to have to say Ian Summerholder's life, but Zendaya's body. Yeah. I have, I have no idea who that is. Ian Summerholder from Vampire Diaries. He plays Damon. Got you. I love know who him. Zendaya is. I don't, did not know uh, that I love is. him. He's an animal and, and activist, and I, I just love him. Interesting, interesting. He lives on a farm. Okay. So I would be I would I would be Shaq's body. I would be Shaq's body, and uh, I would take I would take the life of someone on the U.S. Olympic speed skating team. <laughs> I would love to see that. Could you imagine if some like a Shaq's big, a big ass dude? dude. Yeah, just I mean, speed a... skating. <laughs> Knocking everyone down. Just... Oh my god! Oh, that's the greatest thing ever. Oh my god! These are things that I think of throughout the day. It's great, weird, but great. <laughs> oh god! So Taylor, tell these motherfuckers about the book we read this past week. Oof. So, okay. So excited. So th- this week, we I made you read the second book in a Court of Thorns and Roses series, mm-hmm. Akamath, which stands for A Court of Mist and Fury. Yeah. So. Akamath. Hey, everybody goes by the, the like. <laughs> the, uh, the abbreviation? Yes. You're just kind of like putting your hands together and fucking like. Yeah, like you're condensing it. You were just like, it was like you were clapping without like putting your hands together. <laughs> It was the most. It was the world's most silent like round of applause. <laughs> so this week we're going over a court of mist and fury by Sarah J. Moss, and let's just dive into the synopsis. Dive into that bitch. Great. So oh, I should have been someone on the diving team. Shaq on the diving team. Could you imagine that? There'd be no water left in there after you dive. You just you have to fill it back up again. Oh, there's there's Shaq on the board. <laughs> He's got 20 a, meters up. He's got to pull off what a trick called a... What is this? Oh, it's called a cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone else out there doing flips and shit. It's like, jackknife, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, their goal is to make like the smallest splashes and make the biggest splash possible. Yes. It'd be great. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm off the books already. <laughs> All right. So the synopsis of this book is... Uh, Feyre survived Amarantha's clutches to return to the spring court, yes. but at a steep cost. Ooh, how steep was it? 
who we'll, we'll find out. So though she is now, though she now has the powers of the high fae, her heart remains human and it can't forget the terrible deeds to save Tamlin's people. Nor has Feyre forgotten her bargain with Resand, High Lord of the Feared Night Court, as Feyre navigates its dark web of politics, passion, and dazzling power. A great, greater ever, ever, a greater, greater. Throw it on the board. <laughs> ever is this week's word of the week. <laughs> A greater evil looms, and she might be the key to stopping it. But only if she can harness her harrowing gifts, heal her fractured soul, and decide how she wishes to shape her future and the future of the world, uh, of a world cleaved in two. How evil was it? <laughs> Very evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So there's a little bit more to the synop- synopsis, but. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get into the book. There's so that's just the quick little plot yeah, thing. there's a lot. There's a lot in this book. And it all happens, I wouldn't say too fast, but it does happen, mm-hmm. at a, I would say at a good pace. But a lot happens in this book. So, so starting out in the first chapter of this book, it picks up about three months after the events of the first book. And Feyre is back in the spring court with Tamlin, and they're engaged now to be married. But things are not uh, going as well Mm -hmm. as she she would have hoped. So she suffers from, like, terrible nightmares, um, and they've been, like, keeping her awake every night Mm -hmm. or, or making her physically ill. So she'll wake up and run to the bathroom to get sick, and... Tamlin kind of pretends not to notice it, which pissed me off. And he will, like, he won't even let her leave the manor to go to nearby villages or or help out any of the other people or even go into the garden unless she's, like, guarded by somebody. So Mm -hmm. even though she has way more powers now, she feels more guarded than anything. Because when she was human and fragile and being able to break, like... He would just let her run around and do whatever. But now that she's high fae and they're, you know, engaged to be married, he's, like, not letting her do anything by herself. So it's a little annoying. But he said, like, he says all this is to keep her safe. But he also tells her, because she was asking about this one in the first chapter, it like, when they were doing, like, their rounds of, like, the... Uh, when he was doing his rounds of, like, high lord stuff that he normally does... She was asking, would she ever be high lady? And he says, there's no such thing. You would never be a high lady. And she wonders, like, she begins to, like, wonder what her role will, roles will be. And, yeah, like, he, he says, there's, like, he, oh, there's never been a high lady. And you will never be one. Like, he's very strict about it. Fucking dick. I know. So she's she's also curious, too, about, like, why the mating bond hasn't been formed between them. Because... She, she was told by him in the first book, like, there's a mating bond, it's rare, but it happens, and, you know, after they she turned to High Fae, she was hoping that that would actually kick in, because she was always told, like, she loves him, and she thinks they're gonna be together forever, so, yeah. Iante? Is that how we... No, no, she's a dumb, stupid bitch. Yeah, so, she's... I'm going with that pronunciation because she doesn't deserve yeah, correct. Iante. Iante, yeah. Iante, Iante. 
Don't even worry about it, you know. She's she's worthless. Yeah, she plays a part, but it's like, we, don't, we just don't give a fuck about her. No. So, I'm so glad that my initial suspicions were correct. <laughs> so she's one of the 12 high priest, priestess, priestess mm-hmm. of Prithian. Um, and she basically plans the whole wedding. Um, she basically worships Feyre and Tamlin, like mm-hmm. more more Tamlin than anything. But I figured she like just wanted to fuck Tamlin. That's how she acts a lot. Yeah, like with with Tamlin and with Lucian. Yeah, like I, I, I think she just wants to fuck anything with two legs and a fucking cock. That is true, and I think anything that can give her more power than she has. Yeah, like. But she made an alliance with Tamlin on behalf of all the high priestesses. And, um, like, on the, on the big day of, like, the wedding, Farah realizes that she's, like, emotionally sick. She, she's physically sick. Like, physically she's, sick. She's she, gone. She's lost all this weight. Like, yeah. Yeah. She, she just doesn't. It's kind of like, like Tamlin, all the pre-jitters, but everything bad. Like, she realizes how much she does not want this well and tamlin's like shutting her out he's not telling her anything like he's yeah just, he's keeping her arm's length and the distance between them is just getting more and more and more and more yeah and i think it's truly how he's treated her like like i said like when she was a human she was like he kept her so close like i mean he did like phys- like he cared for her mm-hmm. as a human and let her have her freedom and do all her things that she wanted she painted she did all these things and then once she became high fae, it was just kind of like she was disregarded. Yeah. And so she's like trying to, trying to figure out how to get out of it. She of this wedding, she was put into this dress uh, from Beyonce that she hates. It's like big and puffy, and it's a ball gown, and it's not her style. Right. And she tried to say things, but Beyonce's like, "This is spring court attire. This is how it should go. This is how you should look. You need now that you're marrying him, you need to." keep up the act you need to to look the part yeah you need to look this part and and i'm only helping you like that's how she plays off her right annoying ways is like yante's like i'm helping you it's fine it's whatever blah blah blah. but she's such an asshole so she puts her in this frou-frou dress Mm -hmm. and when she's walking down the aisle she's like screaming in her mind to have anybody save her she's She's saying, yelling, like, no and no over over in her head. She's screaming for help. She's like, if anybody can get me out of this, please, like, this is, I'm so, I would be so thankful. And that's when our boy, the bird man, shows up. Resand. And before this, like, it's been three months, and he had not shown up any time before, and they had made that bargain of you spend the week with me once a month. And he so, hadn't called that in yet. Like, no. It had been three months. Like, this and is the nothing. first time he's shown up. Yeah. And so they, like, Tamlin was not going to say anything because he was like, oh, maybe he, maybe it was just for show and, you know, he doesn't actually want her anymore and, like, it's all good. And she's kind of been thinking this, like, when, like, when, when is, is he, he going to show up? Yeah. When is he going to show up? Yeah. So, <laughs> so he shows up with a bang, thunder, lightning, all this stuff, and he basically... I love it because he comes down, he appears, and he just goes, "Hello, hello, Freya, darling." I'm like, "Yeah, what's up, girl? How yeah, you doing?" And then he's like, "I, I came to uh, 
It's like it's like in, in Pirates of the Car- Caribbean. Uh, Jack Sparrow sent me to settle his debt. <laughs> it's like that. He's like, I've come to settle my debt. <laughs> uh, so so he he whisks her away. In and, front of everyone. Yeah. Tamlin, Ianthe, yeah. like all of the, the people of the Supreme Court. And everyone's like, oh, well, the shit. fuck just happened? Yeah, I guess there's no wedding today. So he, he takes her away to night court. And she, when she gets there, she, A, she's pissed. But she's kind of secretly relieved. Mm-hmm. Because she did not want to marry Tamlin. She right. was kind of realizing that. And it took... All that time for her to actually walk down the aisle to realize how much she did not want it. Right. So they get to the they get to the night court and she's she's saying in her mind how less terrifying that that, that it is. Yeah, because she, she thought she expects like this court of nightmares and like all these monsters. Yeah. Because like Amarantha had modeled her court under the mountain after like the court of nightmares. Yes. So she's like, oh, this is gonna be horrible. Like I. Yeah. I don't want to, like, I don't want to go into the mountain. I don't want to go into the mountain. I don't want to go into the mountain. And she was, like, freaking out about that because she was like, oh, no, like, all my PTSD is going to come back. Like, it it's already there to begin with. But she was like, it's going to get worse if I mm-hmm. see it all and see these monsters. And I'm just going to feel like I'm back, back under the mountain. Yeah. So. That's when she, like, once she gets there, that's when she meets, like, Morgan for the first time. Yeah. And. Well, she gets there and she. She uses, her, like, her strength to throw her fucking shoe at Reese. It was so funny, though, because... <laughs> it drills him, and he's like, huh, that was interesting. Yeah. Because he's, do that again. Because <laughs> he's walking away. Because she, she, he was saying to her, he, he was insisting that sh- the time that she spends there, she learns to read and shield her mind. Because mm-hmm. he says, I can go straight into your mind, and it's deafening like mm-hmm. you're just screaming at me through your mind no matter any any of your thoughts yeah. it's just coming straight to me and you need to figure out how to shield that yeah like he he compares it to like there's a bridge between their minds and yeah. she's standing at one end just shouting her thoughts across yeah like at him exactly so and he's like whoa bitch like settle down yeah <laughs> like you can talk normally to me here exactly <laughs> and maybe maybe with your actual words not screaming over a mind link <laughs> And this is after, or this is before she meets uh, Morgan, mm-hmm. who is Rhysand's cousin. So I she, Morgan. I love her. Yeah. So she comes in and she's like really anxious and really excited to have like a best friend. Um, so she kind of scares Feyre a little bit because she's like so excited, and she's she's like kind of taken off guard. Like this isn't how people treat me. Like yeah, I'm just like, common they're, peasant. They're like eating dinner, and, and Morgan's like. She's like, you don't want to hang out with Reeson while you're here. No. She's like, but if you ever want to hang out with me, like, just give me a yell. Yeah. Just give me a yell. And I'll she was there. like, she was like, I don't know if that means like, like send someone to find her or literally just yell into my room and Morgan will just appear. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I just love Morgan so much. I just imagined her like sitting on a couch in her room, just being like, hey, you're more. <laughs> you're more. And, and the next thing you know, it's like. You rang? <laughs> you rang? Hello? I mean, I would love to get a drink with more. She just seems like such a fun time. Um, but Rhysan at the dinner, he he goes on to say how he doesn't have a good high opinion of Ianthe, or Ianthe? Ianthe? I don't know. Uh, it's whatever. With Ian. 
With Ian. We're, let's shorten it with Ian. We're just going to call Ian the Ian from here on out. Yeah, so sorry if you get confused. Um, but he informs her of, like, all the things that have been previously kept from her. Mm-hmm. And he says that a war is coming, the wall is coming down, um, and the wall the wall he's referring to is the one that separates Feyland and a human realm. Right. The mortal lands and Prithian. Yeah. So he said if that happens, he weren't, like... It would be terrible. And mm-hmm. so Feyre worries for her family. And he talks about how the King of Highburn has um, has been planning this and has been planning to reclaim the mortal the mortal realm because before the war, it was all Prithian, basically. Mm-hmm. And they're, after the war, after the fight, they were like, okay, fair enough. You take this part. We'll take this half. Right. But whatever. But... So Prithian is the only thing standing in the King of Highburn's way. And uh, Rhysand wants Feyre to find out if Tamlin will fight with his Night Court if it comes to it. Right. Which I think is a fair ask. I mean, they hate each other, but yeah, let's out. The enemy of my, the enemy that is my enemy is still probably my enemy. But the enemy of my enemy is my friend. But his enemy was literally allied with this some bitch back in the fucking big war, five hundred years prior. I to know this. that is true. Shit, I didn't really think about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. I, I knew that fucking alliance was doomed from the fucking beginning. Yeah. So, he he tells Feyre like when she goes back, I like to not say it bluntly, but like kind of gauge his senses and see if he would actually fight with. With him and Night Court mm-hmm. and whoever else wants to join in their their escapades, yeah. But he said he also believes that um, Feyre might have these like special abilities from all the High Lords that created her, mm-hmm. and that she needs to really learn how to use it all. But she didn't even she was kind of taken back by that. She was like, "Oh, I don't have any powers. Like, what do you mean? I didn't take anything from them." She kind of gets defensive about it, I think. Right. Because she's like, "I'm just a normal. I'm just." Like, because of what Tamlin's putting in her mind. So all she can hear from anybody else is what Tamlin's saying, which is just toxic masculinity. And saying how he hates her and, well, not he hates her, but, like, how she's she's not special. She's not going to be a high lady. She's not going to be any of this. Like, she doesn't have powers and all this stuff. So later that night, Morgan delivers some, some little news that there was a a temple that was attacked. Yes. And all the priest uh, priestesses were were dead, were killed. Right. And Azriel and Cassian, who is also in his inner uh, in Rhysand's inner circle, which you meet, they're right. two Illyrian uh, fighters. So, and that's why Rhys has wings, is because he's half High Lord. Or He's half, half Fey and half Illyrian. Yeah, and half Illyrian. So that's why he can that's why he can have the wings when he chooses. Whereas Azrael and Cassian have to have the wings at all times. They can't put them away because they're right. full bred Illyrian. And they're just like the the warriors of Night Court. Yeah, I mean like uh Azrael is his spy master and yeah. and Cassian is his essentially his marshal, you know, his main general. Yes. Like like, if, yeah. if I were to think of it in, like, Crusader Kings 3, kind of, <laughs> like, working, 
Yeah, those two are the Spire Master and the Marshal, and then yeah. Morgan is kind of like his, uh, uh, what is that person called? Kind of like his chancellor. Yeah. Almost like, you know, the prime minister type deal. Doing yeah. the diplomatic type thing. And then uh, Amran is kind of like his like his steward. Like someone yeah. who's working. She's working on like trying to kind of broaden the culture almost. Yeah, but she, but Feyre doesn't beat any of these people other than more uh, at first. Later. Yeah, until later. So she only hears these names as as she as Moore is telling her and telling really telling Reese um, how she believes that this attack on this temple was rogue Illyrian clans, mm-hmm. and he Reese leaves immediately to go meet with them and hear more about everything that's happening. Well, when Thayer returns to the Spring Court, Tamlin and Lucian like immediately sit her down and it's like. You need to tell me exactly what went on. Draw me maps of his place. Draw me maps of the night court of what you've seen. Tell me what you've heard. Like yeah. anything that could that could help us out. You tell me all his secrets. And he's she's like getting interrogated basically, and she hates it. I just think of like the old school like like the detective shows where they like <laughs> they shine the light in their face and whatnot. And they throw the file down like we've got you right. Right now, like you tell us everything. You, you tell us right here, right now. <laughs> she, yeah, but I hate that they did that to her. And when she goes back, this is when she's starting like to show signs of her powers. Did Did you ever watch Making a Murderer on Netflix? No. I was gonna say she was like a confused Brendan Dassey. <laughs> like they pulled her out of high school yeah. in his WWE sweatshirt and <laughs> sat him down and was like. Come on, kid. Tell us the truth. Like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And then just kind of fed him a narrative. <laughs> yeah. Because I I think even after her, just her first, even after her first uh, appearance at the night court, she kind of realizes that it's not all that bad. And, like, more treats her well. Like, she's not trying to hurt her. She's not trying to be a dick. And Reese is not being like mean anyways like he's he's being charming he's like a little they, snarky they but taunt he taunt each other and yeah they tease each other but like but i think he's not vicious he's not vicious vicious at all he's just a little teasing here and there but he kind of knows when to stop like he's not gonna bite no at least not in the way that she's not gonna like Ooh. <laughs> i hated that i really did that that was weird but yeah so so when she's... I just threw you off so bad. She really did, because I'm like, where was I? So when she's back at Spring Court, she burns a table that, uh, like, Lucian and, and her and Tamlin are at and accidentally enters Lucian's mind mm-hmm. and reveals that she's a Demonte, which mm-hmm. also is what Reese, what Reese is. And it's just a, a form of people that, that are... Mind controllers can read minds and they can actually get you to do what they want based on certain commands if you use right. the power correctly. It's yep. kind of like what she felt in the first book when she said Talon-like things were clawing at my brain and like teasing my mind. That's what a Demonte does. So that's you can... What, that's what Reason was doing to her in that moment. Yeah. So she's now learning she can... She got that power 
from Reese. So now she's trying to figure out what else she's gotten from other courts. And it's one of the reasons why Reese is like, you need to train these mental yeah. shields. Because you can't just be slipping into everybody's mind and you can't let anybody else slip into yours. Right. So she returns again to the night court after uh, all that for another week and she like restarts to notice that she's lost more weight Mm -hmm. and she's just an unemotional shell basically is what he says she's a husk of who she had been yeah but when he sent her back the first time he tells her work on your writing and work on your mind shields i want you to basically write a few words know how to say it in your mind and out loud and then Put up your mind shields and then take them down. Put them up, take them down. Just exercising her brain. So when he, when she comes back for the second time, he sees that her mind reading skills or mind shielding skills have improved. And her reading skills. And her reading skills. I try to lump them all together. Yeah. Since her illiteracy nearly got her killed in the first book. (laughs) With the trials. Yes. Yeah. So, uh... Like, so she, she basically, like, she goes back to the spring court again. And the previous, the second time when she was at night court, it was, again, him leaving her alone, Reese, Reese leaving her alone so that she could read, write, and do her mind shielding powers. Yeah, like, literally by the second time she comes back, she's reading full books at this point. Yeah. Like, in a month, she went from, like, fucking illiterate to like let me read this fucking novel yeah put it down i got you so she brings up to tamlin how she she definitely thinks she has these powers and she's trying to figure out where she got which powers from and he's telling her she cannot train them she cannot use them and he he just does not agree with it at all and lucian takes his side which i got pissed off at like he he, or no sorry lucian he takes her side he and says cries but every time that tamlin kind of pushes back he's just like all right cool yeah because he say, boss yeah because lucian's lucian was the only one after they settle their differences in the first book of her and lucian he kind of has was sticking up for her more mm-hmm. than than she thought he would have so when he agreed that she should be trained tamlin kind of got pissed off and like left them both right like you could say she she really does have like two friends from the first book and in lucian and alice yes and um throughout this whole like the throughout the first this whole first part of the the second book she still believes tamlin's keeping something from her just by the way he's acting and she can't go on any outing uh, because he was saying, like, oh, I'm helping rebuild the villages. I'm helping do this. I'm helping do that. And she was like, well, let me go with you. And he's like, no, it's too dangerous. Yeah. It's too dangerous. Like, his Every... fear of losing her again. Yeah. Like, is causing him to push her farther and farther and farther away. And closer into somebody else's arms. Yes. <laughs> so, so there's, there's been, like, basically no more talk about... Uh, redoing the wedding between the both of them mm-hmm. like it maybe here or there but nothing like crazy and so she tries again to go out with them um to investigate some like unknown threat and 
he used, and this is, this was my breaking point with Tamlin, that he used his air shield to lock her in the house. And everyone else can go in and leave and all this stuff. And he's, she's watching him. Like she literally runs to the door and gets like thrown back from this air shield. And Lucian comes by, walks right past her out the front door as she's watching Tamlin walk, walk away from her. And he's like, basically so upset for her. He's like, don't even try. Like you're locked in this house. Yeah. And that's when she breaks down, crumbles feels like she's claustrophobic can't feels like she can't breathe right and she says like everything goes dark mm-hmm. and then she like her powers start going oh crazy, crazy around her like all these shadows are erupting around her that's when she felt like things went dark mm-hmm. and she passes out if i believe if i remember correctly she it's, kind of it's not that she like passes out but like she basically she loses herself in the power because, like, she can still she he so Morgan shows up to like take her out of the house. Yes, and she hears that. Like, she has no idea what's going on around her, but she can hear more talk to Alice, Alice. and Alice saying, "Please take, take care her. of her." Yeah, and like, she's like, "Well, you guys haven't t- taken care of her at all. Look how skinny she is." Like, she's pointing out all the flaws that Tamlin has done to her. Mm-hmm. So, and Morgan also knocked out everyone on the way in except for alice yeah because alice was the only one was like please help her so she takes her so morgan gets her out of there and takes her to the um to like the the line of the territory like right outside his territory of spring court and that's where reese is waiting because he he himself could not go in because there was like a treaty or something. If he if, went if in, he, if he would have gone in and taken her, it would have basically started, started a, a war between the courts. But yeah. Morgan going in, and she says she was like, "I did everything by the book." Yes, like so that nothing is. They can't say we stole her away. Yeah, and she hands like, and she's still like, uh, Pharaoh's still like a little cloudy in Moore's arms. So she, like, hands her uh, favor over to Reese. Reese takes her, and that's when he's, like, she's, like, don't worry. I did everything by the book. Right. And, and then Fair, like, yeah, passes out. Passes out. Because she wakes up um, at the back at the night court, mm-hmm. and he he tells her, you know, that they're going on a trip. And she's, like, well, where are you taking me? And he says, to Valaris, mm-hmm. the city of Starlight. And this is chef's kiss. I love Valaris. So Valaris is basically like one of the only places, it is the only place untouched by Amarantha. Mm -hmm. And because she didn't even know it existed. So Reese has kept Valaris hidden from everyone. No court is aware of this place and and all of its people that are there. Mm Mm-hmm. And the people there are aware of, like, the Court of Nightmares and all this stuff within the Night Court. But they're, like, those people are the ones that are happy and, like, normal and have the normal lives. Whereas, like, at the Court of Nightmares, it's chaos. It's all the bad things. It's closer to how Amarantha said, how it's the monsters and people that are just evil. And he takes her to the House of Wind which is on like a cute little mountaintop overlooking Valaris. And it's 
all shielded by like a what do you call it by wards by wards thank you so this whole place is shielded by wards so you can't um winnow in winnow you can't winnow into this place and you have to so you have to basically either walk up 10,000 steps mm-hmm. or you have to fly in so yeah. and this is close to like the Ilarian camps so a lot of people can fly in um so he takes her there and then that's the first meeting of like the inner circle of his friends and advisors mm-hmm. so like we said it consists of more Cass and Azriel and Amarin who she favor says she looks like a fae but she looks different mm-hmm. so Amarin I love because I just imagine like this really cute little um badass like Asian woman have you seen the you've seen I'm assuming you've seen like the the fan art of her yes she's like if she's as gorgeous as they depict her in mm-hmm. like for the show I'm gonna be very excited because she's like this like reborn thing like she was in a different world Aaron was and then she like escaped that so she's of like another world entirely and she only drinks blood which i find really fun but but she like, doesn't like human blood no it's it like goats like, and lambs yeah it would taste like what their last meal was and humans don't have sophisticated palates yeah but i i do love Aaron. i think she's so cute i think she's because she's his second in command Mm-hmm. And and I thought that was a wise choice for future events that happen in this book and in the third book. Right. So she's his second in command. She's Moore's... older than all of them. Like they, oh, yeah. They think she's been around since before Prithian was a thing. Yeah. She's... It's a good thing to have her on your side, basically. Because right. she's a killing death machine he, he literally says like if shit hits the fan like i send in cassian and Azrael. yeah and if those two die i send morgan in and if morgan dies then i find a way to release amarin from her, her mortal body. bonds yeah and ask her to kill me first because she's going to destroy the world yeah and i <laughs> love how he basically like how he says that whole thing like i just hope and pray that she would kill me first so they're all discussing they're having dinner there's like a few little talks going around yes. and he felt safe enough to take Feyre to this this hidden gem of a city because of how tamlin treated her and how she left mm-hmm. his estate of being saved by them mm-hmm. so he felt safe enough to take her there and her not go want to go back and tell Tamlin what she saw. So Reese takes Feyre to uh, who they call the bone carver. Yes. And it's at their, their type of prison. So it's like, it's in this like side of a mountain and everybody's behind these like stone walls. It's, it's a, it's essentially an inescapable prison. Yeah. But Amron escaped from it. Yes. And that's what I love. So, Feyre was so nervous to go to this prison because she was like, well, wonder if I get trapped. wonder if I get... Yeah, the, the first time they went, like, she had a panic attack. And they, yeah. they couldn't do it. So they, he was like, that's cool. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll go home. We we'll can try do again. this again another day. Yeah. Like, and that's one of the things I liked about Reese in this He gives this her book. choices. Like, he, he 
everything is her choice. He yeah. doesn't push her to do anything that she doesn't want to. Like, you can tell he's genuinely trying to protect her and that like, he genuinely cares about her. Yeah, I think I think he's like, he's the perfect mix of like that morally gray character. Yes. Because he does shit that's messed up, but he does things for a good reason. After you figure that out. Right. So if if you're not close with him, you wouldn't know the reasons of why he does things. Yeah, exactly. But once exactly. you're close, then you're like, oh, shit, that makes sense of why he did that. Like, I, I honestly feel for him, you know? Yeah. So Amran goes up to Feyre and is like, hey, I know you have anxiety going to the to this prison again. Um, here, take this amulet. 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 Amulet or amulet? I like my amulets with bacon and sausage in them and a little <laughs> bit of cheese. So amulet. <laughs> I'm going to say a necklace. So she takes off her necklace and gives it to Feyre. Because amulets do fucking hard to say. <laughs> I, I don't know how to pronounce things, B. So, well, so, put it on the fucking board. <laughs> so, so she takes off her necklace and gives it to Farah and says, "This is how I got out. Keep it on you at all times, but and give that shit back. Give it back <laughs> because I will kill you myself if I don't get it back. Right? But it, uh, you cannot get trapped there if you have this on you. Correct. So, and, and that's what she keeps telling herself when they go in, like the second yeah. time. She's like." Amron got out. Amron got out. Amron yep. got out. If Amron got out, I can get out. Exactly. And she hears all the like hushed whispers between mm-hmm. the walls of like the the prisoners. And <clears throat> so when they get to the bone carver, you basically have to bring a bone of some sort, usually from like a human or a fairy or whatever. Um that's how he gets his name. And you bring him a you bring him a bone, and then then he'll answer your questions. So they bring you know favorite kind of steps to the side, and Reese just throws him a bone into it. And also before they even reach him, uh, Reese tells Feyre, "Do not believe what you see. He he shows c- up differently to every person. Yeah, he, sh- yeah. he everything that you see, I will not see I'll unless see something he, different. Yeah, so you just have to be weary of that. Like, it might be a like what you see might be a lie. Right. So he was like, "Don't believe anything you you see." Yeah. And the bone that he gives gives the bone carver is the bone like that killed, like the uh, the worm, the worm from the first from one. the first book. Yeah. yeah. So he confirms that, um, the bone carver confirms that Jur, how do you say his name? Jurad? Jurian. Jurian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Jurian, uh, is to be reborn using the eye from Amarantha's ring. And the finger bone from her necklace. Yes. Yes. So he, uh, he starts to say like the King of Hybrid is collecting the magical cauldron, which basically made everything. Which explains why... He, the, um, the temple at, what was it, Césaire, uh-huh. was was ransacked because it had a, a leg of the cauldron. Yeah. Because they couldn't break the cauldron, but they snapped the legs off it because without it being in one piece, Peace. it's not as powerful. 
Yeah. So all of these temples got ransacked, and then they're like, oh, shit, that's where the legs were. Yeah, they kind of realized that afterwards. And the Book of Breathings. Right. So that book tells you exactly how to control the cauldron mm-hmm. and how to break it. But it's been split into two halves. And two different locations. Right. To keep them apart. Correct. So with uh, they said with the cauldron, he tells them with the cauldron, they could shatter the wall that separates the Fae from the mortal lands. And that's right. what the... King of Highburn wants to use it for. Mm-hmm. So, but long ago, like the when when they made the treaty between like humans and and the Fey to end the war, they split the Book of Breathings into two parts. Yeah, they gave one to the Fey and one to the like the mortal queens. Yes, and so the High Lord of Summer Court has the ha- one half of it. I wonder how they decided on him, Tarquin. Well, I mean, not necessarily Tarquin, but because it was, it would have been his court. father. Yeah, it would have been his father or his father's father. Yeah, that got it. Yeah. But they, he tells them like, if you can get both halves, you can nullify the powers. So they go on their search by going to Pharaoh's old home in the mortal mortal lands, mm-hmm. and writes to the mortal queens, and. Her, yeah, this is the first time her sisters are seeing her yeah. as High Faye. They were like, as soon as she took her hood off, like they saw well, saw the she, ears. He, he might have put the glamour on her, but they realized, like, with the way her face looked and the fact that she was like a little bit taller, and she was like unperfectly perfect. Yeah, you know, she was a little bit taller. She was thinking she was a baller. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so they're ter- like the sisters are terrified of her. And Reese, who she comes with. And Elaine warms, like, warms up to them. Mm-hmm. But Nesta, what a bitch she is, though. But she's protective. She's protective. Of like, Elaine only. Of Elaine only. Let's <laughs> put that out. Um, but her, like, she's very not welcoming at all. And. Because um, she hates Faye. She yeah, hates she hates Faye. them. And, but she did agree to help them with yes. what they needed. So, because they, they said, if we needed to meet with the mortal queens, can we do it at our, at this house? Mm-hmm. And so they were like, sure, whatever, I guess, whatever you need. So. Um, they're, like, they're staying there for a yeah. little bit and whatnot. And Cassian and Nesta, like, immediately, like, just kind of get off on the wrong foot. Oh, 100%. Like, they're essentially the same fucking person. They're both very hard-headed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is why, like, as I think I know what's going to fucking happen here. Yeah. So. I fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> so. so they're staying there, and Reese takes her out into the woods. To, to train. trade her. Yeah. So they're they're trading a little bit, and then he leaves. She asks him to go because she's like, I can't. I can't do this with you watching. Yeah. And he's but, like, he was too willing to leave, though. Mm-hmm. Like, normally he would have teased her a little bit. And she mentions that. Like, oh, he didn't tease me. He didn't say he'll, like, I'll watch from afar or anything right. like that. And they've been, like, the whole time they've been doing, like, these little cute notes. So, like, he'll he'll it's winnow like in a note. form of, like, text messaging. Yeah, he'll winnow in a note. And, like, it'll have, like, like a small little tease or something or like, a question. Like, like a tweet. Yeah, and she'll write back, and then all of a sudden it just disappears. They were twatting at each other. 
They were. So she writes on something. I'm pretty sure that's what she they're, does. She... They're communicating through their mental link. Okay. And they're she's com- like, why isn't he responding to me? No. And he is. He's. She's distracted by that mental link because he's like, I really wish like I would have just stayed with you. It's so boring here watching your sister and Cassie and just bicker the entire time. That's like, right. This sucks. Yeah. And she's distracted by that and is thinking of something clever to respond. And that's when the adder gets her. The ator? Yeah. That's adder when, or tor- that's when that fucking adder shows up. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I call it the ator, but I don't know if anybody else calls it that way. But he he takes her. That's man bat, by the way. Man bat. Throwback to our first episode on the first book. of Well, our episode about the first book of this when I called him man bat. That is true. Wayne Bruce. Bruce Wayne. Not all keeps were heroes. So he attempts to take her. Mm-hmm. And uh, they learn from this little thing that, you know, the king of Hyburn is, is definitely on the move. And he doesn't, it, you know, he does plan to invade yes. Perthian. Um, but he wants to have Feyre. Mm-hmm. So he, so Vries stops it. He, you know. And Azrael helps. Azrael helps. They they get him, you know, taken care of, but doesn't kill him. Yeah, they torture him for information. Yeah, they torture him, and uh, we're just gonna talk. We're just. Ju- I just want to talk. Just want to talk. I just want to talk to Reason. Why do you have that spear? I just, just want to talk. talk to him. Azrael, wanna... why do you have that knife? I we're ju- just. We're just, just gonna talking. talk to him. That's all we're gonna do. <laughs> so. She, th- that's, a- so after that, that's when she really decides that she needs to start training both mental skills, fighting skills, and any powers that she might have. Mm-hmm. So she tries to learn what, you know, she tries to come t- to terms to what happened under mm-hmm. the mountain. Yes. And was it at this point that she's like, wakes up in a nightmare and Reese is right there to save her? Or no, that was probably later in the book. Don't remember. I don't remember her waking up from a nightmare and Reese is there to save her. But I remember Reese losing his shit in a nightmare and Feyre saving him. Yeah, but but Reese actually helps her because she runs. Well, she runs to the bathroom, and he like holds back her hair oh, as she's yes, getting yes, sick, yes. and he kind of like soothes her. Mm-hmm. And she at that moment, and I'm blanking on when that happens, but. At that moment, that's when she kind of realizes what she was missing with Tamlin the whole time. And she's like, you're right. Like, she's thinking to herself, she's like, you're right. I didn't want somebody to be not present. I wanted this. I wanted somebody to be here, whether they're saying something or not. Like, he's like, I would have wanted Tamlin to at least rub my back or hold my hair back or do something to know that he's there and that he cares. Like, it's, it's situations like this in this book where I... It sounds strange, but I actually identify with Farah okay. because she was in such an unhealthy relationship, and now she's in a healthy relationship. And it's, yeah, it's hard not to compare them. Very true. And it's that that's very similar for me. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, obviously, I we talk about it. I feel like every episode I date your sister now. Yeah. And it's crazy the healthy relationship that I have with her, and it's like. 
fuck, Shit. this is what relationships are supposed to be. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I'm not, I haven't met my Rhysand yet, but I, I met my Tamlin, and I did not like him. Well, I've had a fucking Tamlin, I've had an Ianthe, I've had, <laughs> I've had a fucking Amarantha. I, the ex-wife was an Amarantha. Yeah, I could tell <laughs> from just what you've said. I hope she listens to this shit. I really hope so, too. <laughs> Shout out to you, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. So, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, so Feyre and Rhysand, um, they, so Rhysand takes Feyre to the, uh, a certain part in the forest after they get back. And he says, they, that's when they start planning about getting the book the part, first part of the book from Tarquin, who's the High Lord of Summer Court. Mm-hmm. And he goes, with your powers, you should be able to track it because your cauldron maid, or not cauldron maid, but your, your mm-hmm. maid. Right. So you should be able to track something that's made from the cauldron. Uh-huh. So he... Because she's got, she's got the power of all seven High Lords. High Lords. She should be able to track... Yeah something with them on it and that's right they're talking to the inner circle and they're like well how can we test this and reason's like i got a brilliant idea it's great it's like you guys know that like old dead god that lives in the woods called the weaver that literally weaves shit out of people's skin yeah she has a uh, has an item of mind if she can get in there and find that then she's golden yeah she's got it we can test it so, Reese takes her to like the edge of because it's like in um like it's a circle in, in a circle in the middle of the woods basically like it's 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 in, in a clearing the, the forest that surrounds the sacred mountain yeah and yeah. it's in like a smaller clearing uh, where this this cottage is and he takes her to the like not even close to it he's like look I can't go any nearer because she she's blind. But, but she recognizes my power. She recognizes my power and my scent. She'll right. know exactly who I am. I can't go near her. Mm-hmm. I can't go near the item. Nothing. He's like, so you have to walk from here. And you have to get there and find the item and bring it to me. And she's like, well, what What am I looking for? What item? And he's like, you'll know. Yeah. If, like, if you'll my able to sense me on it. Yeah. He's like, if my assumptions are correct of your powers, you'll know. Mm-hmm. So she does. He doesn't get a. She doesn't get a what it is. A, a hint. Nothing. She's just like okay, fine. Mm-hmm. So as she walks up to this place, she hears the weaver kind of like humming a tune, and it's like really creepy. But I'm blanking on like fully what the. It's like a longer tune, but it's. It's basically death. Like it's disgusting what she's saying. Yeah. As she's weaving someone. Yeah. <laughs> As she's weaving, and she has, like, um, she has, like, this bookcase with all her, like, collections and, like, hoarding and stuff all on it. So she, the door is kind of already halfway open because this will, like, this thing is not afraid of anything. And, like, right. you sh- you would be afraid walking into this place. For sure. So everybody, like, stays clear of it anyway. So door is always half open. So she walks in, and... The woman, the weaver moves and she kind of like, because she stops weaving for like half a second and she's like, fuck, she knows I'm here. 
like this is terrible. Then she goes back to weaving and singing yeah. her little like singing macabre tune. Terrible, disgusting tune. And she goes towards the bookcase and she's like, okay, okay, what, wh- where is it? Where is it? And she's kind of gazing quickly until she lands on a ring. And she's like, that's it. Yeah. I don't know how, but that's it. So she grabs it. And as soon as she grabs it, everything stops. The weaver's like, who's in my house? house? Who's there? And she's like, fuck, let fuck. me run for the door. And then it, the door fucking slams. Because she doesn't realize, or Reese also didn't freaking tell her, that this weaver has also magical powers yeah. to an extent. So door closes Things close, things get locked, and she's, like, trying the door. It won't open. There's no handle. There's no more hinges. She goes for the window, and she's like, there's there's no latches. The yeah. Window, the window is there, but it's not really there. It's, it's not usable. It's a fucking barrier around this house. Yeah. So she, she just runs for the chimney. She climbs up the chimney. Yeah. As, as smut and burned fat of people. Are all up in it. That's what's that's what's holding the bricks in place. Yeah, yeah. So she's like getting all disgusting. Like it's it's you know because she gets stuck. Yeah. So she's like getting fat, all burned fat all over her. She's gross, and the weaver is like reaching her arm up, trying to grab at her foot to like pull her back down, and she finally like kicks and kicks and gets out. She grabs a brick and hits, hits this the bitch woman. in the. He's yeah, and she, and the whole time she's like screaming at Reese, like, "Why the fuck would he get me in here? What? Like, I'm about to die from this woman. Like, she's crazy. She's insane. She's powerful." So she gets out and then starts tree hopping basically until she can kind of winnow. While the very we- small, while the weaver is like yelling, "Like, where are you? Where are you?" Yeah, you forgot about the roof. The thatch roof of oh, this yeah. house was not actually thatched. thatched. It was fucking hair. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I try to forget that part altogether. Because oh it, it just makes me feel so disgusting. But she gets back to Reese and she's like kind of punching and hitting on him. Like, why would you let me in there? You're, you're, you're rude as fuck. Like, why would you do that to me? He was like, she was like, where were you? And he was like, oh, I was just patrolling I was out over here. here but like way out over here so, she just finds him like chilling on a branch she's like hey what's up yeah oh you back that's cool <laughs> that's cool so, so then he winnows her back to the uh the, to the townhouse yeah and so that's when he decides that she's ready for a summer court so they they take her to summer court and it's him Feyre, and Amran. So they go to be Tarquin and Princess uh, Cressida. Cressida. And... And... What was the, I want to say his, the Cressida's twin brother is Varen. Yes. So she is... Varian. Varian, yeah. So she, she asks... She's flirting with Tarquin the whole time. And she can tell, like, Reese is kind of getting annoyed by it. But he's flirting with Cressida the entire time. Yeah. So they're both annoying each other by flirting with opposite people. And But neither one of them want to like, admit it or say it. Right. So 
she starts flirting with Tarquin and she says, you know, like, hey, I'd really love to see like your treasures. And like, he's like, oh, that's a weird request, but sure, I'll take you tomorrow. Yeah, because he's she's trying to figure out like where they've got this book hidden. Yeah. And he takes her to one of her his like libraries and like one of his tre- treasure troves and she feels nothing. And she's like, right. well, it has and to she be... Can't, she can't see anything. Yeah. So she's like, it has to be somewhere else. Like, he, I guess he wouldn't put it in something so common as, like, his biggest treasure trove. Like, right. So she's trying to figure out where it would be. And then that's when she notices a temple, an old temple on an island that's, like, half broken down. Yeah. That it, it, half the in, time... It's in the causeway that's normally covered like when high tide is yeah, it's, it's covered normal. by high tide. Yeah. So and she brings it up at dinner. Yeah. And Tarquin and Cressida are both just like why the fuck this bitch bring that up? Like Cressida yeah. stops talking mid-sentence and yeah. like, looks at her like the fuck. And, and then that's she, when then she slips into Tarquin's mind and calms him. She's like she's like she's sweet. Yeah. She would she, never she would do, never she want would to never hurt do you anything. Yeah. Like, she's ju- she's just curious about it. Yeah. She's fine. Take her to the mainland tomorrow. Exactly. And all of this goes... And he's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, he... She uses his drop of power that's within her... Yeah. ...to soothe his mind and becomes... Him. Summer court. Yeah. Yeah. And when they get the chance to be alone, meaning Feyre, Rhysand, and, and Amran, that's when... They all collectively know, like, obviously, by based on the reactions, that's the only place it would be. Right. So we need to do it tonight and get out of here by morning. And he said, like, because they were supposed to leave the next day anyways. So he was like, perfect excuse. Like, we will say something happened at night court. We had to leave immediately because something was wrong. Yep. So he was like getting it all prepared, her and Amber were kind of go in and he was going to fly around the perimeter and make, and kind of get into everybody's mind and kind of either force them to fall asleep or ease them so they didn't know what was happening. Right. So they get in to, to the temple mm-hmm. and everything kind of goes to shit. Once they get the book, everything goes to shit. Because when they're going down to get the book... Like, they, they get down there okay, but once they get down, she hears the book talking to her. Right. And she's, she, to not press any alarms, she's radiating, like, the summer court. So she's yeah. like, I'm Tarquin, Tarquin, I'm Tarquin. So she's reaching for it, pretending to be summer court, and it's screaming at her, you liar. You liar. You're lying to me. You and traitor. And everything's Because it's like... They get into the temple, but it's, like, underground. Yeah. And then everything starts to flood. Yeah. And, like, they're... I mean, she and Amran are, like, seconds away from drowning because they're at the final gate, but it's closed on them, and they can't get through it. Yeah. And Amran's yelling at her, like, if I die because of you, I'm killing you. <laughs> and then, like, it opens, and who's fucking there? Water rates. Yeah. Because back in the very... Like, Early in the fucking book. Yeah. There was a tithe in the spring court and a water wraith was there just talking to Tamlin like we don't have enough to cover our taxes. And he's like, look, 
You can either pay double next month. You can have the money in three days or we kill you. It's as yeah. simple as that. So she gave like this water wraith a bunch of her jewelry and was like, cover this. Get yeah. your people some food and cover this. So these yeah. water raids save them, and they're like, our sister's debt is paid. Yeah, which I loved because the whole time they were in that um, in that moment, like when she had to sit next to Tamlin and hear him basically say whether this person lives or dies because they can pay taxes or not. She's like, right. she's like, this is the worst time to be doing this. We all they all got released from Amarantha, and mm-hmm. now they're expected to pay taxes. Like this is ridiculous. Well, and and he's like. She's like, well, this is barbaric. Like, yeah. why do you do this? And he's like, well, I don't like it, but this is the way my ancestors have done. It's like, motherfucker, you're the high lord. If you don't like it, change, change it. it. And she notices that because she asked Reese if they do one, and he was like, no. only." He's like, literally the spring court is the only, only place that does that shit. Yeah, and she's like, oh, well, that that's an asshole move. Like, she's seen more and more of Tamlin's real side. And this is why I love this book is because... The metaphor of the mask in the first book is really like, I it's mean, really obviously profound in this book. Yeah. Obviously, he actually had a physical mask on his face, but it's like that metaphor, like the mask, the mask is off. Right. And so once that he was acting all nice with the mask on because he wanted to get freed once the mask's off, now he's shown his true colors to her. Exactly. And so I thought that was a very sneaky way to do it. And I applaud you, Sarah J. Moss. That was a fan freaking tastic. Yep. But so they get out mm-hmm. and they yell at uh, Resan and they're like, why weren't you here? And we almost died. And he's like, well, the alarms were set off. He's like, you guys set off like every fucking alarm. Yeah. I was taking care of some guards and they're still here and shit at the castle. He's like, all right, I might have missed a few. Yeah, so he's like, we got to leave now. Yeah, so they winnow back to uh, Valaris. Yeah, so they winnow win, winner, win, back, and Amarin starts trying to like decode the book, and they're also waiting to hear from the mortal queens to see if they can meet. Um, and then at their meeting, they were going to bring up the, the their second half of the book that they owed. Right. So the inner circle travels to Feyre's family home in the mortal realm to meet with the queens. And the queens refuse to give them the book, allow them to see the book, anything. And They're like, we need, we need proof that you, you guys are someone that we're wor- are worthy of making an alliance with us. Yeah. Because the, queen, the mortal queens winnow in. Yes. And there's six of them, but only five show up. Yeah. And even though there's only five, only two of them speak. Yeah. And this was, and only after Moore shares, like, the facts of what would happen if the the wall was taken down, um, that the queens kind of agree to handing over the book. But their condition was that they need to see proof that Reese is not the monster that he's rumored to be. Right. So all anyone knows about is the Court of Nightmares. Yeah. Which the Court of Nightmares is a place. Yeah, of course. In the Night Court, but then there's also the Court of Dreams. Which is Valaris. Right. Which is, it's kind of interesting how it's almost like that yin-yang. Yeah, I like it. Type stuff, yeah. So, like, 
So he wants, um, so this is when like Feyre learns about Miriam and uh, Dracon, mm-hmm. who are a couple who were after, were in the war years ago. Mm-hmm. And after the war, they they were believed to be dead. But Reese tells her that they started a new life where humans and Fae live together in peace. Yeah, on an island, like out in the middle of the sea. And it's, and it's uh, warded, like anybody going near, kind of like... Valaris, anybody going near wouldn't see it or right. would feel like they need to go the other way. Yeah, because Mir- I believe Miriam was made just like uh, Feyre. She was, yeah. yeah. Like she's a half breed as well. Yeah. She was a slave, and then like she ended up meeting up with with Jurian after like she broke out of uh, being a slave because she was presented to Dracon. Yeah. As like a wedding gift, as like a fucking dowry. Yeah. And he set her free, and she escaped and met up with Jurian and ended up becoming, like, his the main healer in his fighting force. Yeah. And then he, like, becomes his lover. Years later, meets back up with Draken, uh-huh. who's now fighting with the Human and Fae alliance against the Fae. Yep. And, like, Jurian had kind of, like, been pushing her and pushing her and pushing her away, and she falls in love with Draken. Yeah. Yeah. It was a cute... I think that part... that Their story was really cute. Yeah. Um, but as like proof, uh, reset, like bas- he decides that, Hey, we should show the Queens Valaris. Mm-hmm. So he says he would show them Valaris, but would not allow them to actually go. Yeah. They're going to use the, uh, the Veritas orb. Yes. So he was like to, to get the orb though, they would need, need to steal it from Morris father who lives in the Court of Nightmares. Right. He is the steward of the Court of Nightmares. Yeah. So they agree. They say, hey, if you can show us proof, that's fine. You know, whatever. But they're still, like, weary about it all. And so, he, you know, they all go back to Valaris, to the uh, House of Wind, and mm-hmm. they're talking about it. They're like, he, he's saying, look, you don't have to come. To, to the Court of Nightmares, I know your thoughts already. I know your trauma. You don't have to be there, but I need to get this orb. And I have to do bad things to get it. And I have to be a different person. And she's like, I trust you. I'll go. And he's like, you don't understand. It's going to be difficult for you. She's like, no, no, no. It's fine. I'll go. It really wasn't that difficult for her. I This scene is my fucking favorite <laughs> scene. Other than, like, near the end. But, mm-hmm. uh, so they go... And it's the whole posse. So, except for Amran. Except for Amran. And they go into night, the Court of Nightmares. And Reese goes right up to his throne, sits down, pulls Favor down onto his lap. And she's wearing like a gown that's like covers maybe just her nipples open on the sides. And like covers, a, it's like a thin fabric right between her legs. It's very similar to what she was wearing under the mountain. Yes. When, yeah. And so he keeps her there, and he like has her his hand on her his on her hip or thigh, inner thigh or whatever. Both. Yeah, and he's like lazily like circling her hip, circling in, in her thigh. He's playing he, with her. Yeah, and he gets yeah. a little bit too close to a to a certain area. Some wetness. Some Niagara Falls happens. And he kind of pulls her close and whispers in her ear, it's okay, it's okay, it's normal, it's natural, it's fine, don't freak out, I'm okay, it's all good, it happens. Meanwhile, he's just like 
<laughs> That's what he's like. He, but I think it was sweet the way he did that. He was like, hey, it's fine. Like, because she was innerly, like, freaking out. And he might have, she might have accidentally. Out. He's like, she, in her, inside, she's like, if he gets up, like, another fucking inch, he's going to find out how fucking wet I am right yeah. now. But she's freaking out because she doesn't want him to know how much she truly does care for him. And how much she wants to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it all up in her guts. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> so Azrael behind the scenes steals uh steals the orb mm-hmm. from Moore's father. Right. And because they're using Feyre as like the distraction to yeah, keep keep to her keep father. Him, yeah. Like, kind of like what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And and his while Az is stealing the orb, mm-hmm. Moore's father says oh so you're you found yourself a whore resand and he loses control he sends her over to cassian and as she's walking past whispers to her you'll get what's coming to you whore yeah and And that's when he breaks all of his boats yeah she's like i saw his arm fracture into four places yeah and she, he breaks a lot of his bones. Yeah. And was it when they were flying back to um, Valaris when, when Reese was attacked? No, it was not. That was, a, that was after they had gone to the war camp and those two had gone out into the wilderness to train her powers. That's okay. That's right. Yes. So. So where were they? Well, I forget they, where they were going, they, though. They had been attacked. But, like, nothing had happened. They they were attacked technically three times, but yeah. really just twice. Yeah. Um, but the first one, like, they avoid the arrows and whatnot that are being fired at them. And, uh... Yeah, because he avoids them, but when he... When he goes, like... Yeah, he avoids them that time. Yeah, yes. he everything's good. He avoids them. Um, and then... When they go to the camp to train, that's when Feyre learns about Tamlin's family killing Reese's mother and sister. Mm-hmm. And they it was Tamlin's dad that did it. And he took their wings and had them in his house. Right. And, and Tamlin was with him. Yeah. Because he had kind of seen Tamlin as a friend when they were growing up. Yeah. Because we he was like, both of us like have these ideals. Because he was like... She asked him, she was like, did you want to be High Lord? Yeah. And he was like, no, but yes. Exactly. Like, I didn't, but I did because I wanted to be able to push my ideals in my court. She's like, that's where he's the exact opposite of Tamlin. Like, he had the ambition that he wanted to be High Lord. Tamlin yeah. didn't want it and, like, resents the position still. Yeah. Because, and after Tamlin's father killed uh, Reese's mom and sister... Reese's father kills Tamlin's whole family. And Reese helps with it as well. Yeah, because he's pissed, obviously. Yeah, I would have been pissed he too. He said he kills Tamlin's brothers, like, with yeah. his own hands. Oh, yeah. And so. And then Tamlin kills Reese's dad. Yeah. So while they were trading, Lu- uh, Lucian um, and Lucian. some. Lucian. 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 Oh, fuck. I said Lucian. Uh, Lucian and some others. 
from Spring Court mm-hmm. find Feyre, and they try to convince her to come back home with them because she had written a letter after Reese and Moore had saved her to Tamlin saying, I'm never coming back. Don't look for me. Don't find me. I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I don't want to come back. Just leave me alone. Exactly. So they're trying to convince her to come back, and she's getting so angry mm-hmm. that she sprouts wigs. And they're all like, what the fuck just happened? So yeah, Lucian even looks at her and is like, yeah, I said it now too, Lucian. Lucian looks at her yeah. and was like, what have you done? Like, ha- has he poisoned your mind? Like, yeah. Because she, like, sprouts wings and talons. When it, no, it was Tamlin's fucking shape-shifting powers. Yeah. So she just took on mm-hmm. Reese's wings because she liked them so much. Right. So... She refuses and Reese sends them on his on their way. He's like, if I ever see you in my lands again, you will die. Mm-hmm. So when they're, uh, Reese and Feyre decide to uh, travel away for the night. And the next day, when Reese is flying through, uh, when, when he's flying through one of the territories, uh, carrying Feyre. But how do you imagine him carrying Feyre? Princess style. Before we get to that, do you really want to skip over the end scene? I don't. Because so... <laughs> that happens right before this happens. Yes, it does. So they, they're they traveling because... They're he... out training in the woods. Yeah, and they, they wanted to stop it. Uh, uh, Reese was saying, nobody can know that I'm the High Lord. Right. So I, I, can't have, I have to have my wings at all times. I can't put them away. They have to. They have to believe I am just an Illyrian warrior coming for the night to stay. Right. And so they stay at this seedy little inn yeah. in the middle of the fucking woods. Yeah. He and... call, It's not even an inn. It's a fucking like essentially a bar. And she's like, yeah, most of the time they would rent these rooms by the hour. Yeah. And so they go into the room, and he's like, "Hey, I'll let you change and." Bathe if you want. Food and whatnot. Yeah, he gets the food. They eat on the bed, Mm -hmm. and the wall is like they're in the attic. Yeah, they're They're in the the attic. attic, So the roof is like right there. Yeah, he can't even stand up. He's got to bend over. Yeah, and he's like, "This is gonna be uncomfortable for me because this bed isn't made for like Illyrians." Right. So like, my wings, I have to, I have to lay a certain way, and so she's like, "It's not warm." So they're like, "Well, you know, we gotta." You gotta share body heat to yeah. keep warm. And she's like, I love the one bed trope. She's like, I shared a bed with my sisters. Like, there's nothing to this. Yeah. And so she gets on the, like, cause it's, like I said, it's like an angled roof. So she gets on the very inner corner of it, um, cause she's smaller, obviously. And he gets right behind her and he's asking her what she wants. And she's like, I just want fun, I, I want just a want distraction. A distraction. Because she, she wants to say, like, I want you. Yeah. Like, I want I just want you. You're what I want in my life. But she can't bring herself to say it. Because she feels like she's betraying Tamlin. Yeah. And it's like, girl, get over yourself and allow yourself to move on. Exactly. Be happy. Yeah, so. Don't worry. Be, be happy. happy. A fish told me that one time. <laughs> he was on a wall. You have a little red button on it. I love that, that fish. Song. My pop had that fish in his house. <laughs> so they they end up going to bed and he uses 
his wings to wrap her, and then she starts playing with the wings. Yeah. And he's like, that's sensitive. Yeah, he's like, I wouldn't touch there. And she's like, why? And she's like, I, I like the way it feels. And he's like, uh, Illyrian wings are like, you're touching every intimate part of me at once. And it's like, he, he even says, a lot of Illyrians are known to get off and finish by just you touching the wings. Yeah. And he's also like, your fingers are also really fucking cold. Yeah. So then she starts using her nails. Yeah. And then she feels him. She's like, I feel something hard on my bottom. <laughs> on my backside. <laughs> but he even warns her. He's like, normally, like, you're not allowed to touch Illyrian wings. Like, not just for that reason, but because it's like, it's rude to touch somebody else's wings. Right. And so he he ends up distracting her. And he tells her, he's like, I I really want to, but I can't properly bed you here. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to throw you on a table and have you as my feast. Yes. I want to be able to put you up against a wall. Like. <laughs> yeah. So. So he just slides some fingers into a uh, a dark crevasse. Ew. So he, he's having his fun time with her. I think she was having more fun than him. They were both equally having a good time. Yeah, but one of them got off and the other didn't. Yeah, but he... Reese is one of those people, I think, and I saw more in the third book, too, that, like, he gets off on her getting off. You know what I mean? Like, he, True. he's not one of those people... He's not selfish. He's like, okay, you're done now, do me. You know, like, <laughs> right. he's like, I'll, you know, he's... He does what he wants, like, what she wants. Um, so the next day, that's when they're flying again. And that's when they get attacked. That's when they get attacked by ash arrows. Mm-hmm. He gets hit left and fucking right. Yeah. Like, all, I mean, his wings get hit, his legs get hit. Everything. Yeah. Like, and he basically, he, he drops her. Like, he, well, he starts to drop, he, th- he doesn't drop her. He, he throws, throws her. her. Yeah. He's like, he's like, all right, I got, there's people trying to kill me. So you're going to go over there. That way. <laughs> you go that way. So he's, he falls. So does she through yeah. some fucking trees and shit. Yeah. And she's trying to like communicate with him over their, their mental link. And yeah. she can't get through to him. Uh-uh. So she starts panicking. And when she, she could own, she figures out that she can winnow. Yeah. She can only do it short distances, and she can on- normally only do it in times of, like, great anger. Yes. Which was why she was able to do it after the Weaver, because of how fucking mad, mad she, she was, was. Reese. Yeah. But she figures out, like, in this panic, like, she's like, I need to become darkness. I need to become night. Because there's, like, there's fucking, it's nighttime in these woods, and there's these creatures. Yeah. Just all. Waiting to kill All her. through this fucking woods. Yeah. So yeah. She, she does find him. Mm-hmm. And they, she takes them both to like this little cave. After she fucking mercs like twelve people, yeah, with some fucking ash arrows that she fashioned into daggers. Yes, which I love because she, she's just awesome. I she do put love on her. her fucking Scooby Doo hat to figure out where the fuck he was too. Yeah, because they they split into two groups and took his clothes one way and him another yeah. way, and she was like, 
Well, they didn't know he fucking had me last night. So my sense on him. So I need to track myself with myself by tracking him. (laughs) So so she saves him. They they get to a safe-ish place. And she's like, I don't know how to save him. He's poisoned by the ash arrows. And she she's like, I have to I have to do something. I have to find a cure. I have to I have to do anything. So So she catches the fucking cereal, cereal again. Which I love. And he she asked she asked him for help. And he tell like at this point he's just asking to get caught. And this is why I love him so much, because he's like I have the tea, and I know you want it, so let me just give it to you. I th- and they, I think they say this in the book. She's just like, I feel like he. this was the exact same setup I used a year ago, uh-huh. and I feel like he did this on purpose because I saved him the last yes. time. Yeah, because they now have, like, a mutual understanding. Mm-hmm. So he tells her she, he, like, that Reese must drink her blood because they have, she has healing powers in her blood from the hyloid of High Lord of Dawn Court. So, this is my favorite part. He also lets it slip that Reese is her mate. He's like, that's how you can save your mate. And she's just like, want to run that by me again? I'm using your words, by the way. You want to fucking rewind that shit? Run that back past me? See, what's... (laughs) Yeah. What was that? And he goes... She was like, how long does Reese know? And he was like... Yes, he's he's he knows, and she's like, "Well, how long has he known?" And all he can say is, "He's known for a while." Yes. And so, like all that, all that new information like enrages her, and because she's been lied to this whole time, like. Right. And he said that like I I won't lie to you, and she had said like don't don't keep things from me. Yeah, don't keep that's all from I me. Don't... don't lie to me. Yeah, that's all I want is to not be lied to. Right. She saves Reese. And after they get back, she says, I need a few days away from you. I need a few days away from everybody um, to come to terms about all this. So they get back to the camp and she leaves him in the fucking mud. Like Cassian, Cassian and Morgan are at the camp and they see them. Goes to Morgan and she goes, I need you to take me somewhere. Yes. And then Morgan winnows her to this Mm -hmm. cabin and then tells her, Hey, it's warded too. Like nobody can get to you. Like right. you're good. Um, nobody's gonna come through that door out of our circle if you right. don't allow it. Yep. So she was like, "I'll come back in a few days, and I'll I'll restock your stuff if you want, like everything." So she starts painting again. She starts painting and uh, on like the she above the on door every fucking surface in the house. Yeah, but on the on the top of like the door, she paints. As Cass and Rhysand's eyes. Mm-hmm. And... No, so, she, it's just as and Cass. Be, and Rhysand even asked her when he finally shows up, he's like, why didn't you paint my eyes? And she was like, because if I was oh. looking at them all day, I'd want you here, and I'd just be thinking about you, yeah. and I didn't want to do that. Yeah. So, he, he does come um, after, what, like seven days? Yeah, it's been a little while. Yeah, so he comes, and he's standing at the door, and he asks her if he could come in and talk about everything. So she lets he, she lets him in, and she's she was like, hey, I'm making some soup. Do you, do you want some? And he's like, 
I can't accept it right now he was because like, you, you don't know what it means. He was like, you would you would serve me food? And she goes, what's up with it? And he goes, that that is a, a female accepting the mating bond. Yeah. Is when they would, like, people, some people throw parties for it. Other people just do it. Like. Yeah. Like. And then she's like, tell me everything. Yeah. So he so. explains everything. Like, he, he explains that he had started having dreams. Like, about, early. Like, years ago. Yeah. About, like, uh, you know, uh, hay and a small cabin and, like, a clutch of rabbits. And yep. then he sees a, a human hand. And she's painting. And, like, she's exp- she had explained earlier, like, you know, how the dresser in her old cabin was... She had painted the flowers for, for Elaine and the fire for Nesta. And for and some reason, she had painted the night sky, night sky for, for herself. Or for, yeah, for her. And she's like, I pushed through... I saw you painting that dresser, and I pushed through a picture of the night sky and stars. Yeah. And he explains everything that Amarantha did to him. Mm-hmm. And when she, and most importantly, when she was there. Right. And he tries to explain, you know, like, I hope you can understand why I did what I did to you. Right. It was to protect you, it was to help you, it was to save you, to keep your sanity. And, um, and that's when he's talking about the moment she died. And right. he's like, and that part broke me because he's like talking about it and he's like, and then she snapped your neck. And I couldn't feel you anymore. Mm-hmm. And he's like in tears as he's saying this. And he finishes up everything and lets it all out there. And all she does is slide the bowl of soup over and goes, then eat. And he's like, where's my spoon? You know, like starts munching down. They accept the bond. And, and it, then he munches down on something else. He puts her down on the table. There's paint everywhere, all over them. Yeah, I remember when we were talking, either when we were talking about the first book or right after we, were we talking about the first book. Yeah. You had said that there was a paint scene in this one. And as soon as this started happening, I was like, this is exactly what Taylor was talking about. Yeah. So they have they have their moment. They're gallivanting through the, the cabin. and Moment? That shit probably took place over like fucking 14 hours. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, they fucked, like, 11 times. Yeah. And so when they got back to camp, and, and he's explaining, like, the whole thing, too. He's like, hey, just you have to be patient with me when when males, when you mate with someone, and they both accept the mating bond. He was like, males get very protective and very territorial for like, the first couple weeks. And she's like, normally it's a couple weeks for a regular male. It's going to be for him a couple months, a fucking yeah. year. Yeah. And so as soon as they get in back into the like, Illyrian camp, Cassian just makes a fucking comment and Reese loses it, starts hitting at him, punching at him. They, they fight for an hour. All the yeah. other Illyrian warriors that are there, they start grabbing women and children and flying into the fucking air. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're just tumbling down. But it's it's not because Cassian's a dick. It's because he's his best friend and he could see the edge in his fucking eyes. And he's yeah. like, if I'm the only one that can handle him. Yeah. If it's anyone else, he's going to fucking kill them. Yeah. But I can help him through this. Yeah, And funny. he can just fight me. Yeah. By the way, you think he's like, speaking of reason and them finally being able to fuck, you think he's like, like I don't know, like a, like a three-hander? Yes. Maybe, maybe four? Four? 
I think three. I don't know. She said it was, she said it was considerable girth and. But she's small. Yeah, that's like, true. Well, she's bigger now. Yeah, but she's still like her hands are probably smaller than mine. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, and they're like really slender too. Like they're small hands. Ew! Stop! <laughs> I I got it. I was like, oh, you're you're like baseball. And Anyways, like I hate paddle. Ew! Stop. <laughs> He has the biggest wingspan. What can I say? No, apparently Azrael does because they had that conversation. They did have that conversation. I find that hilarious. So. Oh, my God. And he even says to her, he was like, he was like, well, if you don't think that I do, like, we can break out the fucking measuring stick. We get back. Yeah. Measuring wingspans. Yeah. And so that's. So after all this, they finally hear back from the queens. The mortal queens. Yes. And they meet again. At Feyre's old house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Only two of them show up this time. Yeah. Only the, the golden-haired queen and the old crone. Yes. So, they after seeing the truth of Valaris and all this beautiful imagery that they show, and, and even Feyre is there to prove, like, mm-hmm. yes, they're, this is real, I've been there, I love it, it's beautiful... They refuse to give them the the other they, half of the book. They say they'll have to uh, discuss it, but they they refuse. They well they they don't outright refuse, but they say that they'll need to go back and and discuss it. Yeah, which basically for that means no, but they leave, and in the chair that. One of the queens was in. The golden-haired queen, whose name is also Demetra. Yes. When they go away, one queen had, Demetra, had had snuck the book onto the chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's, it's sitting under the chair because it was hidden by her... Her gown. Her dr- yeah, her gown. Yeah. Yep. So they, they go home, and she even, I think, didn't she leave a letter for them, too? In the box. Say, in the box. Saying... Uh, if anyone asks, you stole this during the yeah. meeting, and do not trust the other five. The sixth queen was not ill. Yeah, they go back home. Well, I feel like there was a there was a big part in that scene as well that didn't have to do with that, and that's when when Cassian tells Nesta about how he vows to help anyone that's that's defenseless or needs help. Yeah, and like that's one of kind of like his credos. Yeah, and but. Recent offers to the sisters, he, he's like, you guys can can stay here and I will leave a, a legion of my Illyrian warriors here. Yep. Or you can come and live in, in Valaris. Yeah. And they say, we'll stay here. Yes. So, back home in Valaris, Amarin decodes the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one day when Reese is gone... And it was only, what, her, Amarin, and Cassian, uh, Feyric, Amarin, and Cassian. And Asriel, Asriel was, was patrolling the city. Amarin yeah. was, was up in the house. Was, it was in her Town apartment. House. Yeah. And Cassian and Feyric were, were walking around. They had just left, like, a symphony. Yeah. And that's when Highburn attacks Valaris mm-hmm. because one of the queens had told Highburn. And so, and and whose body shows up? The gold queen, Demetra, that gave yeah. them the box, 
they impale her on a fucking spike and the the adder shows up. Yeah. The, the ator. Thank you. The ator uh, shows up and, and they start fucking wreaking havoc. And Cassian's like, time for me to fucking shine. Yeah. He and Asriel start fucking taking people out right and left. Amran, when they started talking about what Amran was actually doing to those fucking people, like the fucking creatures that showed up. Yeah. I was like, damn, girl. Get it, son. Like, she's making them see their worst nightmares and literally dying of fear, making them think that they're thousands of feet in the air to dro- drop in on the city, and then they're six feet above it, and they yeah. just splat. Yeah. Making them think they're drowning and shit like that. And then Farah fucking taps into her bad bitch fucking Yeah, I was de- about to demeanor. say, Farah uh, creates wolves out of water. Mm-hmm. And, and hawks they... and fucking eagles and falcons and shit like that. And they all start... Drowning like the creatures, all the creatures, and like like rallying them up, mm-hmm. and she decides to what was it? She winnowed up into the air, dropped onto the atar, and stabbed him, and fell to the ground, and she winnowed right off of him right before they hit, mm-hmm. so that because she, she was like, I have to hold him or he's gonna like get away somehow. So she held him until the very last moment that she could, yeah, and then winnowed away, and Resand returns. Right, uh, right in time to put the wards back into place. Right, because so. he's he's like calling out to her because she's like trying to get at the 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 ator. Yeah, and he's like calling out to her over their mental link, like, "Where are you? Where are you? Where are you?" Where and are she's you? like, "Just where I need to be." And she th- says, "Just where I need to be," and throws up a fucking shield. He cannot get through. Yeah, and, and then, like Cassia before that, before she starts fighting, is like, "Go into the." To the apartment, go into the townhouse, mm-hmm. go away, hide. Like, it's warded. They won't be able to yeah. get in there. He gives her a sword and a fucking knife. And she's just like, no, you gave yep. me the tools of these people's destruction. So yep. it is time for me to, to use my powers. Be the hero I can be. Yep. So after this, they, they decide to sneak in uh, to Highburn. Mm-hmm. And, to destroy the cauldron. Yeah. Or to nullify it, really. Yeah. So, Feyre was told she must must touch it and speak a spell into, like, to it. But when they get there, uh, they, they, she doesn't even get the chance to speak the spell. And the entire group is uh, captured by Jurian. Mm-hmm. Jurian. Uh, who has been finally remade. Remade, but they did not know that. They so, had suspicion that that was what was going to happen, but they didn't but know they, that it happened yet or not. Yeah, because they they didn't see anything that right. that showed he was remade. Right. So the king uses the magic to bind them from their using their own magic while holding Az's life uh, with an ash bolt. Yeah, basically. because they'd shot him in the chest with an ash bolt that was that had the um, the heart's bane on it. Yep. The, the poison and the king is like I can control where this poison goes in him so if yeah. you guys try any funny business I'll send it straight to his heart and he will die yep and so they're, they they're, find out that Tamlin yeah, sold them out they're sitting there in the in the uh, the like the throne room yep. in front of the high king and, and, and they're like he's like the high king like looks over into like an alleyway and he's like I held up my end of the bargain, and there's Tamlin and, and Lucian. And all the mortal queens. Mm-hmm. And favorite sisters as well that had been captured. Right. Which Tamlin and Lucian did not know that. No. They didn't know that. because. But the, the mortal queens are like, 
you said you could make us immortal. Yep. And so, so the immortal queens. They they threw in what he so the King of Hybrid throws in a lane. Th- yeah, throws a lane in first to because he they they won't go in unless they see proof that it can be done. So he throws a lane. Oh, in that's first, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're he's like a person with a, with a strong will can make it through this. So he throws a lane yeah. in, and a lane comes out alive and high fey. Yeah, and then he throws Nesta in. But but before he throws Nesta in, when a lane comes out, Lucian says that they're mates he like immediately he, he, he doesn't immediately he doesn't, looks say, at, he doesn't say it at that point but he like he goes to he's like don't just let her like lay there on the ground yeah like basically fucking naked he like runs to her and like puts yeah. his, his jacket on her and whatnot and they're trying to put nesta in and cassian is like his wings are ripped to shreds he's all fucked up like yeah. he's trying to get to her and all and this was a power move uh from nesta is right before Nesta gets thrown into the into the cauldron, she points to the King of Highburn, and it was kind of like a silent promise that he would be dead, that mm-hmm. she would kill him. So she came out, and that's when like the bond between her and Cassian, uh, the mating bond was like put into place. So two more mating bonds came into place, which it. It was a shit show of an ending. The king, like, so Tamlin's, like, yelling at Feyre, and she looks over to Reese and she's like, can you get my, can you get my sisters out of here safely? And he's mm-hmm. like, I will do everything I can. And she's like, great. And she tells the king of Highburn to destroy the bond. She's like, he's been keeping me here. He's been lying to me. He, he's been manipulating me. It's, 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 he's been controlling my mind. Break the bond. Right. And Reese loses it. He's like, "No, what? Are, what are you talking about? Don't break the bond. What are you? What are you saying?" And she's like, "Break the bond." And so she does like this little, like there's a light that comes from her, and all of a sudden she says, like, she could feel the bond snap in half. Mm-hmm. And she looks up to Talon, and she's like, "Talon, can I just? I just want to go home. Can right. you take me home?" And so Reese gets uh, favorite sisters and all of that, all of the inner circle out of there and back to Night Court. Favorite goes home with Tamlin, and it basically ends the book with with her return her to telling the, the spring court. Spring, court. spring court, but but little did they know that she had just become the lady of the Night Court the day before. The night before, yeah. But she said, she says, they he just led the the high lady of night court into his territory and then the last chapter was from reese's point of view and amarin is going crazy she's like where is she what have you done we have to go back and get her and he's Mm -hmm. like no we're not going back and she's like he goes she was like he is not she's not your spy uh reese and she is your she is your mate she is your girlfriend she is your lover you can't do this and he's Mm -hmm. like she's not just my mate she is High Lady of the Night Court. Right. And they all lose it. Because he's... They're all saying we would not have let her go into there if we knew that. Mm-hmm. So, he's like, she's not just my spy. She is or she's not just my mate. She's now... Or she's not just my mate. She's now the spy for uh, Night Court with a direct link to me. Right. 
I thought that was a good way to end it. Yeah. But another 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 banger by uh, Sarah J. Moss. Yes. And yeah, I loved it. I thought that was great. Yeah, I I liked the first one. I liked the second one. I'm I'm really enjoying this series for sure. Yeah, I loved it. And yeah. what would you rate it out of five stars? Uh, I'd give it a solid four seven. Ooh, good. I'd give, give it a four seven out of five. This one was not as slow as the first. No. Um, it kept me pretty pretty wrapped in the entire the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would give it a five, but that's because, like I said, this is my comfort book. Yeah. Yeah, true, 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 true. But I, I, I love this book. But what are your hopes for the next book? Like, what do you think is, what do you hope to happen? I want to see her stab Tamlin in the face. Me too. Give him a metal eye like like Lucian's got. That'd be great. Yeah. That would be fantastic. I would, I would definitely vouch for that. I still, at some point in the series, would love to see Lucian's family murked. Yeah, his family's fucked up. His father and his brother's. I want all of them dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like ripped apart in half. Yep. Yeah. I would love that. But Sliced I think this was great. Yeah. I think this was, was a great book. I I love Sarah J. Moss. I love this this whole series. Mm-hmm. To me, it just has a special place. It was like one of those those series that like got you through that book hangover. Yeah. And but yeah. when or like the book not even a book hangover, it gave me a book hangover. Because of how much I I cared for it. So when it was done, I was like, well, what do I do now? Right. That's why I feel like I'm going to be so depressed after the uh, the, the final book in the Arfrita series comes yeah. out. Because it's going to be like, there's 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 no more. There's unless, nothing enough for Unless me. they do publish the after story. Yeah. Um, but if, if not, I'm just going to be like, but I want more. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt after uh, the Echo Saga. Yeah. That's how I felt of the Echo Saga. It had a good ending, but I was like, fuck, I want more. Yeah, I, I, I want more, and I hope the a lot of talk with this, because um, as we've talked about before, there's four books in this series uh, from Feyre's point of view. The fifth book in this series, A Court of uh, Silver Flames, is from Nesta's point of view. Well, not even from her view, but... Or was it from... It was her, her view, but I forget if it was written in first person or not. So... A lot of talk is happening for the next book, if it's going to be from Feyre's point of view again, or if it's going to be from as like from Elaine's, mm. or would it be Asriel's story? Interesting. So the the next two, uh, a lot of people want Elaine's story and Asriel's story because people think Elaine is going to go dark. I feel I'm surprised that there's not more people asking for a prequel to this. Yeah, I'm surprised about that too. Yeah, I'm I'm I'd be a little. Sad though, if they did give a pe- prequel, just because I don't like other than the war, right? There's not a lot going on. Well, I mean, there's 500 years. You could make some history up in that time. I mean, yeah, yeah. And you could you could make the history from uh, so many different people's 50, point of views, and from 50 years ago when Amarantha's rule when they first had it, right? And it could be from Reese's uh, point of view yes. when he gets pulled into it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, yeah. But I, I love this book. Like, it, it's great. I I read it when I'm sad. I read <laughs> it when I'm happy. Like, I, I love it. It's one of those things where you don't... It's kind of like a comfort show. Like, you don't have to pay attention to it. You know exactly where you are. Yes. Who says what. It's, yes. it's great. Yeah, but for sure. For sure. Please follow us on Instagram. 
Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor. Leave us a rate and review. Yeah. Tell us how we are doing, what you wish to see. Uh, maybe we'll just pick it one day. Yeah, and this is the f- this is going to be the first new episode that comes out with a with our like new ad read read by yeah. yours truly with my beautiful. It was voice. good. I read it before you came over or read it. Listen to it. Yeah, listen to it. Do you understand why it took forty seven minutes to do it? <laughs> yeah. It was very good. I was impressed. I was like, damn, okay. Sounded like professional up in here. But, um, yeah, uh, so next week. Yes. Next week, we, uh, we, I was originally thinking of doing the third book in Jack Carr's series, which... We will get to it. We will get to it, but I, I don't want to feel like we're just going to the, the same... Same well, things. Like the same, you know, the same kind of... Same trope a, a lot like that. Yeah. So we are starting a new series next week, one of my favorites. Um, and we are going to do the first book in the Echo Saga called Rise of the Ranger by Philip C. Quintrell. We'll talk about that next week. And I'm, I'm very, very excited for, for all of that to, to go talk about that and, and yeah. go into that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, follow us on, on Instagram, Off the Books Podcasts. Also, uh, follow and listen to our our sister podcast. I guess it's more of our brother podcast. Yeah, it's uh, brother. The Mr. Irrelevant Show. We are also available on Spotify and Apple and Anchor as well. Follow us on Instagram at The Mr. Irrelevant Show for all of your sporting good needs. I don't know why I said sporting good needs. We're not dicks. <laughs> I mean, my co-hosts we're are dicks. dicks but <laughs> but we're not the dicks store. All right, we're not just selling <laughs> dicks. Yeah, <laughs> but please go. You know, make sure you you listen to our previous episodes here on Off the Books. Uh, give us a like, give us a rating, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, last last week we had a, a special guest on. Make sure to give that episode some love. We had Deanna on for that. So yeah, catch us uh, uh, every Saturday, ten a.m. Eastern every- Standard Time. That's when we post. Uh, but Catch us next week. Catch us behind the weeks. I don't know. Whatever week you're on, listen to the old, listen to the new, and uh, keep it off the books. Yeah, keep that shit off the books. Like, rate, review, and respond. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.